live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. What's up, guys? It is us. We are back. One take in another episode of the Conspiracy Farm for the archives. Pour la archives en français. Always riding shotgun. UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich on the road. Pat, champ, what are you up to today? You know, Jeff, I've been out uh, talking to landscape companies who are very interested in converting from synthetic chemicals and fertilizers to more of an organic approach. Uh, they recognize the issue with the soil and the problems that are arising, and and uh, they're they're wanting to they're they're wanting to be on the cutting edge. Right, so they want to go more along the organic side of things and and stop screwing up the soil and um, and also uh, the potential for landscape companies to become, you know, the permaculture landscape companies instead of coming in and planting useless grasses and bushes and things like that. They're talking about you know coming in and planting. Stuff that's going to bear fruit and vegetables, right? So food, people can, food. can have beautiful yards, beautiful organic yards, full of food-bearing plants and trees. And that's that's the direction that things are going. That's what's up, man. Be the change you want to see in the world. And, of course, the champ is out there doing it. But speaking of screwing up the soil, of course, we've all heard of the debacle that is going on uh, in East Palestine, Ohio, Um and, you know, we, of course, have opined and speculated a bit on what we feel like the larger function to some degree of what that is, um, scorching the earth like that and knowing the players involved, BlackRock, Vanguard, owning that railroad company. But, Patrick, you laid something on me today because we had said, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to make and this isn't just that we're going to be seeing more of these because when that train derailment happened, we saw them kind of all over. There was several within that week. But they're going to kind of, in our opinion, we could be completely wrong, and believe me, I hope we are, that they're going to scorch the earth, and they're going to make certain areas uninhabitable, and they're going to do that eminent domain nonsense. But this stuff took place along that Ohio River Valley, and if you know how far that leads down into the Mississippi River, into New Orleans, you know, into the uh, lower Mississippi, Gulf of Mexico, et cetera, we scorch the earth. And Pat laid something on me today that lended itself to what we were opining about because they're going to scorch the earth and push us all into potentially smart cities or what Pat said, you told us to be 15 minute cities. What, what's going on in Cleveland champ? Yeah. So we've, you know, we've talked about, you know, some of this stuff and the agenda 21 agenda 30 stuff. And the mayor of Cleveland literally announced, uh, it was a while back. He gave a state of the, city address and he his desire he announced for cleveland to be the first american city that is deemed a 15-minute city which means you um have to stay within your technically your suburb neighborhoods things like that and everything would be uh added into your area of the city that where you would not need to leave that area of the city to go get anything like you can't go 
across to the other side of Cleveland to have dinner, you're not allowed unless you're going to pay a fee if you leave that area. And eventually we know where this leads, where you know you're going to be locked down in that area. You can't leave, period. And that's that's kind of the plan for, you know, obviously a lot of these uh, mayors, governors, things like that, um, when they took the COVID money, the relief money mm-hmm. for states and counties and cities, the fine print on that was you had to follow the climate change rules that were coming. And this is where we get into the climate lockdowns, that you can't drive your car on certain days of the week and that you uh, can't have a gas stove and you can't have this and you can't have that. Um, that's This is about literally um, oppression. This has nothing to do with the climate. Um, if they cared about the climate, they would not be dumping toxic chemicals into water. Our water here in Iowa, in the Quad Cities, would not have the levels of chemicals it does if they cared about the environment. Um, you know, all the issues with <clears throat> the the heavy metals and chemicals being sprayed air, uh, through aerosols out of planes. And if you think we're crazy, you can do the research on the on that, on the chemtrails, on weather modification programs, and all the things that are being sprayed are proven to be harmful to everything they touch, soil, plants, animals, and humans. So if they, if they would stop all of that stuff, that would prove that they cared about the environment, right? But they're not. And so when they announce a 15-minute city, their plans to create that, every citizen, I don't give a shit if you're on the left or right, uh, better be stepping up to the plate and confronting these politicians, and I mean, I don't, I don't mean, um, you know, doing it quietly. We see people raising holy hell with politicians on both sides of the aisle about the Ukraine situation and funding the potential World War III nuclear conflict with Russia. It's got to be the same level of intensity when it comes to your freedom and your children's future freedom. In my mind, I'm not saying violence. I'm saying you need to let them know that they are absolutely insane that they are uh, stripping away you know so many constitutional rights by what they are doing that it just will not stand when again you know we talk about how much of this is by design when we start chipping away at you know certain institutions and the things that we find most sacred it's i don't know man i've been on this little bit of a bender with uh more than usual as far as like if, if you haven't listened to the seven hours of K Griggs, go to BitChute, punch in K Griggs, and take seven hours and please listen to it. It already reaffirmed what I already knew. I mean, it's all organized crime. And it's just, it's so deep. And it's so, and we're going to get into it too as it relates to uh, Kim Gardner here in St. Louis and how the, the implosion is happening, but it's, it's like an organized implosion and what is what we're seeing. We talk about ideological subversion, all of that. This is all by design, in my humble opinion. Um, yeah, it well it's 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 not just an opinion, it's a fact. I mean, this is nothing this big of a global pandemic being announced and people being locked down for four months or longer is by accident. It is it's just all pieces of the puzzle and we knew where this was headed at the beginning of all of it and that's why we were so adamant about people just not taking part in anything any well, and it, then right? to find out you know in the last what 
24, 48 hours, the Department of Energy of all places are telling us that the the coup flu came from a lab in China, which we, of course, ultimately paid for as far as the gain of function. But of course, as we were talking about earlier today, champ, lay it on where it really happened. Where did it start? That's uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina laboratory. Um, there's so many, there's so many things that went on with that, that we were covering back in those days, Jeff, right. Um, with the Iranian general getting hit with a, with a missile from a drone, uh, for his potential taking part in, uh, flying his, some of his Republican guard special forces guys over and, uh, getting them infected and then flying them out all over the, all over the world to, to help spread it, you know, all this sort of stuff. There's just, there's been so much craziness go on that, um, that it's just, it's not by accident. I had a conversation back and forth with a nurse today who was adamant that, you know, local, local hospitals and medical professionals are not part of the medical industrial complex and taking part in the spread of you know, bioweapons and all that sort of stuff. And I go, well, you probably might want to analyze <clears throat> and do some research on the fact that uh, these monstrous pharmaceutical companies had contracts with the Department of Defense and Pentagon. I mean, why would you have contracts with with those entities unless you were creating a, a bioweapon, right? That's next level, man. And I, I hear, and I think we mentioned this in our one of our last episodes about the you know the bio bioweapon facilities that are all around Eurasia that we had, jeez, uh, how many years ago? Three, four years ago with uh, Diljana Gaishanjeva, the Bulgarian reporter, talking about the bioweapons labs that were all over Eurasia, and then it was it was this conspiracy theory once um, you know everything broke out, but. Again, it's not about victory laps, but this was this was already out there. I mean, it's not like we even broke it necessarily. Diliana was making her rounds, and this was everyone kind of knew this, but this again goes with what we talked about as we see it every day. They invert reality, gaslight the shit out of you, try to t- try to convince you that what you're seeing is not really happening. But we now once again, it, it's kind of crazy, dude. <laughs> it's like. When I saw the thing today, what they said about, you know, the Wuhan lab, you know, the Wu- it all started with the Wuhan lab. It's like, I don't know, man. People lost their livelihoods. I mean, just the, the threat of all of these mandates, you you know, military people, government people, people just in general, steward, whoever, who lost their job behind this bullshit. I don't know, man. Well, I, I mean. It's the, frustrating as yeah. fuck because it's like, geez, Wow. Well, you remember, you know, standing with those nurses at a Davenport hospital who were out picketing with signs and everything else about, you know, this is, you know, a a massive violation of their right, you know, of their rights that they had to get this experimental uh, treatment to keep their jobs. And, you know, you think about people who've dedicated their lives to the health of others and their medical professionals saying, no, I want to opt out of this treatment. And then they have to, you know, find a new job if they can, um, after, after that level of craziness. And I contend and people can do research when we think about the history of modern medicine. Um, look, there's a lot of great doctors and nurses out there, right? We know that 
Um, but the system has them so trapped. You know, the American Medical Association and, and Big Pharma have so much control over the decisions of what doctors can and cannot do and how they treat their patients um, or lose their license. This is <clears throat> this is this is pretty scary stuff um, with this. And then we go back to all the experimenting that was done on children and adults in Nazi Germany from the early 30s on up to World War II. And then those doctors and scientists literally spread out and were, were dealt to different parts of the world. And they literally continued their experiments. They continued doing this stuff, right? <clears throat> so how much of that how much of that history lays um, claim on the stuff that they're doing today, right? Seems to me that doing a mass experiment on the entire globe with a, uh, an experimental treatment um, and concoction injected into people's bodies, that seems pretty <clears throat> Nazi-ish um, <laughs> in terms of experimentation. You know, um, people can think what they want, but, I mean, it's... Why would I line up for something that's experimental? Why would I do that? Fear. I mean, that was that was that was pretty much the predominant motivator for people who went out and got this thing. I mean, and that's what I've said before. I mean, a lot of these people they're not they're not stupid. You know, they do. You know, they function. They're high functioning people. But fear was a healthy motivator to get them to take. Something that they probably knew intellectually. I mean, vaccines, how long do they take? For normal efficacy, it's like... A, a decade, minimum. Okay. So within this... General. it wasn't. It, I think it was like nine months. And let's just not forget who spearheaded this for all you Pepsi challenge or, you know, Coke Pepsi, right, left, as we move into this election season, season who spearheaded the warp speed... So pump the brakes on how much your boy is going to be the savior. But I don't know. It's crazy because, again, I, I go back to like how many lives were completely upset and potentially destroyed the levels of suicide, etc. While you and I said what we now know is to be fact a few years ago, we were crazy people, man. It escaped from a lab. This is weaponized. This is a bioweapon. And, you know, the, the U.S. actually had money facilitated within it. Uh, oh, dude, bring up, you talked about him earlier, the Harvard professor. When oh, all, yeah. When so all this started. Of, at the beginning of all of this, the Harvard professor that was arrested with two Chinese nationals for giving away basically national um, secrets and, I believe, technology and uh, medical secrets and bioweapon secrets and things like that. We haven't heard nor hide nor hair of any of that stuff. Besides, I believe he was prosecuted and jailed. But I, I mean, I would think there's, there's, you know, um, I, you know, is the, where's he at? Where is he? Where is he? Facility. Where is he? So all the farmers out there, please do research and find out where that guy's at, um, because we want to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, because he, you know, he was kind of the crux of this whole nexus between the U.S. and China. But then, you know, it kind of everything took off and you know like i said lives were destroyed but now they're like oh yeah maybe and then uh what did, what did fauci say today uh the vaccine is uh suboptimal i think he said like less than optimal i mean it's just 
There's, there, it's a, it's a clown show now. It's a clown no, it, show. It, it, clown no, bro, show. it always fucking was, and that's what I've always wanted. Even when I said back then, you know, when COVID was, COVID was kicking off, I'm like the lawyers that could easily just zero in on just this shit alone. Of, I mean, I guess they go to the Hague, right? Crimes against humanity, I mean, that's essentially what we're talking about. If we want to get well, keep it 100. Well, there's not enough. There's not enough jail cells. There's not enough jail cells for the people that are guilty of this stuff, right? Because we know, <clears throat> we know that there are many doctors who who actually believed all of this stuff, right? But there were doctors who knew something was up and still continued to push this, right? <clears throat> Imagine the Freedom of Information Act request, the number of them to get the emails from all these medical professionals yes. and politicians and all of these people um, to have the damning evidence to put these people in prison, right? I mean, there's not enough jail cells. Death certificates. Right, the altering of all of that, the altering of cause of death um, at the hospitals, the um, protocols of treatment that uh, were handed down with remdesivir and venting people and and sedating them so they couldn't fight back. Well, Um, and and the financial incentivization of that from the way it sounded back in the day. I mean, it's... for positive treatments and you know like you said intubations and remdesivir i mean it's all of this was in especially the death certificates this was all this was all a big freaking grift man and on the backs of it were a lot of uh a lot of dead people who probably you know somebody's well whatever again there's there's some serious culpability in some of our institutions that told us to go out and you know shelter in place yeah, and because we have a unique, I just want to point this out. We have, before I get on to the next subject, which is very serious, a story that just broke, and I'm about to tell people about this. Like, this is big. <clears throat> um, the different components of all of this, people not seeing the part they are playing, but you and I have talked to people from all these different uh, expertise, uh, you know, different places from military intelligence special forces, technology, financial uh, sector, um, you know, all the, all these different components. <clears throat> psychological uh, warfare, uh, i.e. Boone Cutler and warfare, fucking absolutely. Lieutenant Michael Flynn. Right. So all these different components, they don't see the big picture because they're not talking to all the different people we are. So, again, we go back to the Oppenheimer throwing the nuclear bomb together and everybody that was building the components for it around the country didn't know what they were building the, the components for. They knew it was a weapon. They just didn't know it was a nuclear bomb. And he and his team assembled it, and that's uh, assembled them, I should say, and then used them on Japan. <clears throat> so this is the exact same thing. They, all the people that are putting the cable in under the roads, the fiber optics, the stuff going to the 5G towers, like they just think that that's for cell phones and faster cell phones. They don't know about the patent that ties the people who were injected with um, the smart dust, um, the technology, that there's actually a patent connecting them to the 5G towers for monitoring and everything else, right? They don't know about that. They don't know about the contracts between the giant pharmaceutical companies and the Department of Defense. You know, they're not aware of that stuff. They're They're not putting all this stuff together with Elon Musk's satellites up in the sky. Um, so now when we get to the military side of things, we know that many times there's been financial implosions and, uh, resetting of, you know, financial systems and all kinds of stock market collapses and everything else with 
um, that are basically drowned in warfare, right? So we know the situation that's going on with the Ukraine and Russia and how much we have funded that war. And then the blowing up of the gas pipelines, the natural gas pipelines, pipelines, Nord Stream and the bridge to which uh, which, which mind you can't overstate is a declaration of war on, on Germany and Russia. I'm not a Putin backer, but I mean, come the fuck on. If that's not a declaration of war on both countries, I don't know what it is. Yeah, and not supporting the money going to the Ukraine and the psychopath Zelensky does not mean we're pro-Russian. No, absolutely. Yes, and I mean, I hopefully, anti, I, hopefully, our anti-war. Right. Yes. And hopefully our farmers do get that. Just because we, from fucking moment one, we've you know spoken on this show. We're equal opportunity roasters. We don't care which side you're on. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm pro-righteousness. I don't give a fuck, you know, who who's doing it. If you're doing shit like this, we're going to call you out on it. And what's happening in Ukraine. And, you know, we're all starting to find out now how, how huge of a slush fund Ukraine has been for just decades for both sides, dude. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's it's next level, dude. It's next level. These, our, our politicians are absolutely fleecing the last juice out of our economy right now, <clears throat> and they're and they're in on it, right? They're getting money, they're getting kickbacks, they're getting all kinds of shit. Well, that's why they start. That's why they start foundations. Yeah. Well, and that's you know that's always run. That's who always runs shit. Your think tanks. Your it's all of them from your smaller ones to your CFRs, your trilateral commissions, your, I don't even know if the Carlisle group or all of those kind of things. They all just, these, these pockets of, of power and influence, man, it's, it's, it's next level. But when you start talking about Ukraine, it's interesting because I saw the other day, China wants to come in and broker some kind of peace deal and facilitate some kind of ceasefire between uh, Ukraine and uh, Russia and what we've talked about as far as this multipolar world order, the one belt, one road, the takeover of Eurasia, it couple. Well, yeah. What, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? Well, I think that that is absolutely, you know, taking place. They're working on, they've been working on that for a long time. You talked about that a lot uh, in years past and we knew it was coming. The bits and pieces that are, you know, China is now taking the United States place as the, potentially the world police right so um whatever it's no longer america fuck yeah remember that now it's now it's in mandarin and it's going to be a cartoon over there <laughs> well, and even at the end of so, the day it, it goes it, it even china's just being used right now they're the model they're the ones to set up the model of what we're going to see as far as social credit score etc because we're going to have it here you know biden's already setting up his thing over here so this this erosion of borders this erosion of nation states you know, nationalism being kind of put on the back burner to, you know, lending itself towards globalism, et cetera. Like I said, you and I are done. Like we're the last vestige and people who listen to us are probably the last in 10, 20, 30 years. I just see, I see the fangs of globalism is everywhere and the Hydra has taken over and everything is, you know, agenda 21, agenda 2030 tracked and, you know, monitored social credit score, facial recognition, digital currency, et cetera. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but here's the news is breaking. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. So before, before we move over from the China thing, China is supposedly I, wanting to send arms to help Russia and the United States said that was a no go. You cannot do that. So let me ask you, what is the, um, it's a little incongruent. We can come arm and give all these weapons to Ukraine, but if China wants to give weapons to Russia, somehow that's bad. Seems a little hypocritical, in my humble opinion. What are your thoughts on that? 
it's lunacy. It's lunacy that, um, so let me, let me bring this back up. This is the breaking news. This is some pretty wild stuff. Six leaders fired from Air Force nuclear base in North Dakota. Six leaders, including and four of their subordinates, were fired from a key Air Force nuclear base in North Dakota without explanation Monday. Colonel Gregory Mayer, who ran the 5th Mission Support Group at Minot Air Force Base, uh, Major Welch, uh, Jonathan Welch, 5th Logistics Readiness Squadron Commander, and four unnamed subordinates lost their jobs due to a loss of confidence in their ability to lead, Air Force Global Strike Command said in a release Monday. <clears throat> what do you think about that? Well, just proximity, that seems very close to Montana, which uh, is where that Chinese balloon or whatever the fuck you want to call it flew right over. Um, the timing seems a little interesting because... I know a lot of those nuke sites are in Montana, but North Dakota is a big state as well. I'm not sure where that base is in proximity to. I don't know. It seems interesting. It seems very interesting. And that seems like a lot of heads that are rolling at one one time. Um, wow. I, I can't I can't in any way. Uh, I would be derelict if I didn't feel that the timing of this was in some way, shape or form a little sus. Air Force. Here's the deal. At, at, at the Minot base, uh, this officer mayor oversaw almost 2,000 airmen across six squadrons in a base portfolio worth $4.3 billion. Minot is the Air Force's only insta installation that houses two legs of the nuclear triad. Mayor's group supports daily operations of the base's 28B-52H Stratofortress nuclear-capable bombers, 165 Minutemen three nuclear-tipped intercontinental ballistic missiles, and launch control centers and eight UH-1N helicopters, according to an official biography that was removed from Minot's website Monday. Wow. What in, what in the hell is going on within our military? What kind of coup are we seeing taking place within our mili military? The Joint Chiefs of Staff, I mean, I, they have to answer to the American people on what's, what is actually going on. Well, and this is very interesting because I often listen to a gentleman by the name of Dark Journalist. A, few, uh, a lot of farmers are probably very familiar with him. He has on somebody who we're going to be having on again, Dr. Joseph P. Farrell, Oxford Scholar, uh, and they were just having, having a conversation and Dark Journalist, uh, Daniel is his name, has a conversation oftentimes about COG, the continuity of government. And um, the different levels of continuity government that are put in place in the in the case of like really kind of doomsday scenarios. Um, 9-11 was one of them. When we saw it, but uh, we've seen them in different iterations. But something like that, what you're talking about, those kind of heads rolling, because um, I don't know. Actually, it was on Dirk Journalist. I just uh, heard not too long ago. So that balloon flew right over Montana, where supposedly all those nukes are. And the former head of that base is now the head of the space agency for uh, for Biden. Not that there's any connection anyway whatsoever, but just that I'm just connecting dots, maybe where there's no dots to be connected. But it just seems interesting that this just geographic area has this going on. One guy's the head of the space agency. These are Air Force people you're talking about resigning. I mean, there's 
you know, that just is interesting to me. Interesting. It's the, yes, as you say, the timing is quite, uh, quite troubling. Um, considering what we're dealing with right now in the world are, I mean, what were these guys, what were these guys saying to their command? Were they, um, I know that Dr. Pete Chambers, who's the flight surgeon, 39 years in the military, in terms of when they told him that his Green Berets had to get the COVID treatment, he said, that is an unlawful order and I will not obey. And he had to leave the military. Were these guys saying, no, these are unlawful. You guys are not, no, we're not going to do this. Um, and they were forced out. What is going on? Well, the, the Pentagon already came off of their mandate for um, COVID vaccines. I mean, that could be yeah, a part of it. Was at, this was at the time, though, oh. uh, when all those orders were going out and stuff. And Oh, without and, a doubt. Uh, and that, you know, and the, do you honestly think that the Chinese military were being forced to get um, this technology injected into their soldiers? I have no do you really idea. think that they were do you really think that they were doing that well and I don't know and I was gonna actually we kept going but I mean when you had mentioned the the the, the whatever it is that's in this vaccine possibly 5g related nanotech I haven't I haven't seen not that I I haven't mostly because I haven't been looking but um you had mentioned that do you have anything to kind why of does the, why does the patent exist on that connecting people who are um that have nanotechnology in them now, uh, potentially, we're pretty sure of that, and the 5G towers. Why would that patent exist if they hmm. weren't planning on doing it, right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> These are basically the same groups of people who had the patents on the COVID uh, treatments in the first place, right? It's so fucking weird, dude. So, it's brave new world yeah. we're entering into, Patrick. You just don't know, right? We just don't know. I think if we follow our intuition, I mean, that's pretty correct. That's always served us pretty well. That has always served us pretty well. But as we move along here, uh, I, I don't know if we talked on this already, but uh, Kim Gardner here in St. Louis was um, told to resign by our Attorney General Andrew Bailey. He's like, you got until noon tomorrow to resign. Um, she's had, you know, her office has had a pretty rough time with, uh, getting people prosecuted, held in jail. People have been released And this one particular young man, 21 year old, I don't know his name and I'd rather not even say it, but, uh, this young lady was here on a volleyball tournament from out of town. I forget her name and I forget where she was from, but she was from out of town, uh, going across a crosswalk here in downtown St. Louis. And this guy who'd been released multiple time and had broken his conditions of release as far as ankle bracelets, et cetera, uh, ran a crosswalk hit a car which that car hit this young lady both of her legs had to be uh amputated so this young volleyball potential star young lady with you know bright future now has no legs and so this this fomented a lot of pressure on kim gardner to resign so andrew bailey said at noon tomorrow you got to resign so she said she's not going to resign and now there's this big whole thing down here in st louis as far as getting rid of uh kim gardner it's crazy well, I mean, all the people that were backed by Soros-funded uh, organizations and money need, I mean, they need to be removed. They absolutely need to be removed. These people are not uh, for the American people. <clears throat> this is a 
I, the, the components of this have been put together for so many years in so many different areas of society, education, politics, um, uh, medical control again by the AMA and, and the, in the, in the, the, um, leadership of our military and turning it into a, um, sociology and, and chemical experiment, uh, with our military individuals, uh, with the transgender agenda and transhumanism agenda, all being, you know, the call signs. I had a lady laugh um, when I said, you know, the chemicals being used uh, and that are in our food and water and soil and, you know, ending up in our children and, and citizens in general, destroying hormonal levels, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and then the psychological operation of making it normal and that it is all inclusive and we should take all these people in with love and and these children need to be themselves and, you know, that we should give them, you know, even more hormonal suppressing drugs from doctors who think they're doing something uh, valiant and, and heroic. Um, but, uh, you know, this whole thing is just, there's so many components to this uh, that it's, there's so many fires, raging fires going on right now within this country. Uh and so many entities tugging at the legs of the dog right now that it's, <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Well, and we've been saying it for years, man. And it's been because it's been going on for years, dude. The levels of division, the layers of division are next level. And that, again, is always part of the design, man. Create the groups and then play the groups off against each other. And there's just no shortage of groups now to be played off against each other down to, I think we were talking about in one of our last shows, the furries or any, I mean, it's, it's truly next level. And we literally do get distracted with a lot of these conversations, drag queen, you know, story hour and shit like that, which, you know, needs to be addressed. But I say, and I say again, man, it's all fucking organized crime, dude. It's all organized crime. And, and, and especially during election season, we fall for this horribly crafted WWE event, which we call elections while it's all operated by so much, so much more powerful globalist forces at the top, but they're balkanizing everywhere. This is a part of the agendas, you know, divide and control, fuck conquering when you can control because they need us around. They just want to be able to control us. And I don't know, man, it's frustrating. And as we go into this election season here, um, I had spoken, you had spoken to Carrie Lake, former uh, gubernatorial candidate in uh, Arizona. We, we had talked to her people about getting her on. We had to cancel and kind of reschedule. Hopefully we will be able to reschedule. But breaking, not breaking news, but news in the last day or two about her opponent, uh, Katie Hobbs, who is the Secretary of State. And in my humble opinion, I keep saying, you know, Secretary of State in any state controls elections and the, machina- the you know, machinations and the, how the elections play out. How are you going to run for governor while you also control the election? She should have recused herself, in my humble opinion. But it sounds like her and another uh, couple of people down there were getting money from the Sinaloa cartel. Were you hearing? Did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah. That's something that is really big right now um, where a lot of real estate stuff going on. Their mortgages aren't even real. Uh, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many components to this and the criminality of, of the people down there. Um, and other places that we are, we are seeing the, what I believe is the, the elites ready to throw so many politicians under the bus again, to undermine the confidence of the American citizen in 
any politician in our within our country and undermine national confidence to a level that everyone is just like, what is there left to even fight for? Right. right? right. That's the whole idea of, of this, you know, um, and that that's the that's what they're doing. And I think that this is this is a lesson for all people on both sides of the aisle to realize that all of us, if they can, and, and you and I served uh, me more as a tool because I initially bought into the left right thing for a long time. Right. And even though I had kind of lost faith in all politicians on both sides, I thought, and look, I can't prove anything. I just was disheartened by some of the things that Trump was doing behind the scenes. And so, um, are they getting ready to just literally, um, screw every politician? Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, and you get no, no red flag at all should go up when the entire, um, national political structure and, and politicians of Japan just literally get up and leave office. All of them at one time. Right. Think about that. Was that when recent? That last year. Oh, last yeah, year. yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, you sit there and go, that's, that's a huge red flag signaling what's coming potentially with the new world order situation and all of that. Right. So I just see what's happening to these politicians on the left, um, that they're just going to get thrown under the bus, just like everybody else. Well, imagine what happens on the right as we see this presidential season play out DeSantis, ultimately get whittled down to DeSantis versus Trump. And when you want to talk about fucking WWE level promos that they're going to be cutting, I mean, and this, of course, will be by design, which, again, this is what I thought like Q was like to it's all about fractionalization and balkanization within each group on the left. You had, you know, Bernie versus Joe or whatever, whatever their whatever their riffs are on the right. It's, you know, is Trump the man or is this person? I mean, anytime you're looking for a politician on either side to come save you, you're, you're, you're really kind of pissing in the wind, but there's a lot of people who do believe. And I believe on the right, we're going to see this continued fractionalization because they're, you know, they're going to, and your, your guy, Trump was an insurrectionist and et cetera. And everyone's going to be like, let's move move away from Trump. Like let's, you know, new blood, et cetera. Let's get to, you know, it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see it play out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, me being in Washington, D.C. on the 6th made me, uh, you took part in the riot at the Capitol. No, I actually, there, you know, those people were actually uh, infiltrated, certainly by some some bad actors. Um, and then some people with their emotions let them run amok and follow people into the into the Capitol building, which was not smart at all. I mean, it was, it was not smart at all. Um, but, you know, there were a lot of people. That Ray Epps guy, you know, where the hell is Ray Epps, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, you know, he's at the the night before the Capitol thing. He's like, we need to go into the Capitol. We right, need to do right, this. Right, right, right. And, then, and then all the people around him are going, Fed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fed, shut up. No, yeah. we're not going to do that. They smell it like a fart in a car anymore. It's so fucking obvious. Right. And that's like you yeah. said, where, where is that guy? And when you, whatever, man, it's. Yeah, and at. Uh, I don't know if you ever follow Zuby at Zuby Music. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. You... We got to so get him he, on the show, was... man. Somebody who knows that cat. Yeah. We got to get him on, man. I like that cat. Absolutely. So he wrote, if somebody had written a dystopian novel that followed the events of 2019 to 2021, then it would have been panned for being too unrealistic, incoherent, and having having too many plot holes. 
you'd be like, this makes no sense. People aren't that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know. as we've seen, as we've seen, maybe they are a little bit. Yeah, we're not calling people stupid. Right. I mean, yeah, Zuby is. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's, I don't think people are necessarily stupid, but I mean, again, this is, I was, I was watching a movie the other day and I suggest everyone watch it. The century of self talking about Edward Bernays, uh, the father of modern, um, public relations and how just, and even the, uh, Netflix series or show uh, social, the social network, I think it was. It's like they, they know us, man. They know us psychologically, biologically, and they know our digital footprint. Like they have mapped us the fuck out. So they know who we are now and they know how to completely, mind f us if you will and it plays out all the time it plays out all the time yeah yeah i think mean, just the completely uh we have so many clowns and and in, in con, uh, positions of control and power that it's it's beyond recognition I mean, well and oftentimes those aren't those people aren't even really i mean of course it, it seems like that's part of the wwe kind of part of it they seem like they're in power there's kind of figureheads if you will but they're those people are always controlled by other people, but it's so interesting to see now the dipshits they have as our leaders now. It's like a, just an insult to us. Like when you look at well, the, it's like, can we really yeah, say ahead. the? Can, I'm just saying, can we really look at the world? You know, like the world's perception of us and be like, yeah, you know, we're we're holding it the fuck down. They fear not to say you have to fear us, but like respect us as like a world power. And I mean, it's it's a shit show. It's a clown show, like you said. Nobody respects the yeah. United States anymore. And there's people around the world. We know people from around the world that are going, "Hey, United States uh, citizens, get your shit together. We're looking at you guys. You're like the ones that are supposed to, you know, save us." The the, the shining or, city on the hill, yeah. as we, you know, the narrative we tell ourselves. No, absolutely. And, and again, this gets into the larger conversation of how this is by fucking design, and it's, uh, it, well. Yeah, and, and the so, whole the whole no I, shots fired aspect of it. We're so used to kinetic warfare, the meat grinders of World War One and Two. When you think of what has been done to us, and when I say a short period of time, it's not a very short period of time. It's been decades without a shot being fired. Is amazing right. to me. It's absolutely the slow grind of dumbing dumbing down America, drugging them up. Well, and, the right. ideological subversion which has allowed this. You go back to the fucking Roosevelt administration, his Department of Transportation. I forget his name. There's a couple of them. Like it, the government has been infiltrated by this shit for a very, very long time. But we're just right. now, and you know, Jared Griffin, who we spoke to, told us about this. It's been going on for a very, very long time. But when you right. call it out, it's like you're, you know, some kind of weirdo. Because I don't think most people look well, most people again. Most people aren't paying chess, playing chess, multiple moves ahead. It's very binary. Well, it, think about it. I mean, we we see you know um, Representative Jim Jordan say maybe hiring a guy with no transportation experience to be the Secretary of Transportation wasn't a good idea, and the American First people come back and go, uh, why do we have a Department of Transportation in the first fucking place? <laughs> you know. It's like it's like the Department of Education. We right. know what it's for. Right. And it's not for education. It's for indoctrination. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, you know, I need. It's all organized crime, man. It's all organized crime. Listen to Kay Griggs, man. I see it again. I was just been listening to. It. I, I gotta send that to you, champ. You, if you're driving somewhere, dude, you will lose your fucking mind. Have you heard of Kay Griggs before? Yes. Okay. It's yeah. ne it's next level oh. shit. 
How she so still, in, I'm sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead and talk about her. No, I was just going to say how she lived through it. I mean, it's what she said in the 90s, 30 some years ago, is so very still applicable today. Anyway, yeah. just go check it out. It's 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 a it's a lengthy thing, but it, man, it's an education in those seven hours. So anyway, what's up, bro? Yeah, no, I just wanted to in closing, we want to talk about you know the last three years of rising crime, the explosion in crime. I mean, here in Davenport, Iowa, and Bettendorf, Iowa, and across the river, there are carjackings constantly. There is all kinds of crime going on. Uh, it's 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 out of control. It's out of control. And you were talking about carjackings down there in the st louis area things like that and then you know well it's, it, it kind of is in tandem with what i was talking about about the young dude who hit the girl i mean he was of age and stuff but that there's being let out and especially when they're juveniles they're just absolutely being let out like no one has the reins on them in any way shape or form and listen dude you know i don't know you guys roll a little different in Iowa than we do in missouri missouri is a fucking completely wide open open carry concealed carry you don't need any certification and honestly, that hasn't necessarily been a bad thing, but I'm telling you what, the same thing like in the quad, you know, you have your certain urban inner city areas, but then you have your more affluent areas where they're going out to and starting to hit a lot of these more softer targets seemingly, right? That's where the Beamers and the more higher priced cars, you know, are. But yeah, dude, it's a different script down here in Jefferson City, dude. You know, or, I'm sorry, Jefferson County. It's it's you get out here in these kind of open sticks areas, dude. You're gonna be getting that calls. I tell you Jeffrey, what, and and and, and, and when that's and listen, when that starts happening, when the body starts fucking stacking of these fucking young dead kids, I don't give a fuck. When they start stacking the body of these motherfuckers, then it's gonna start re- really gonna be like, well, maybe we should have did something. Cause you did you see the fucking video of the kid who fucking decked his teacher for, uh. Taking his, taking, away his game. taking away his video game. He was a fucking monster. He's like six foot fucking three, like 270 or whatever it was. Just started. It was like, what the fuck, dude? And then you wonder, like, should we arm teachers? Seriously. If if that teacher, I'm, if that teacher was armed, a- if that teacher was armed and shot that kid, well, I wonder what motherfuckers would have said. Because her life was I in mean, danger. Like she could have died from that attack. Um, I, he hit her how many times? I mean, with hard shots. Dude, that dude was a fucking monster. Was a fucking... I mean, he... It, it looked like some of the shots were like... Kind of, I, whatever. He definitely was dropping some bows on her, but it was like... The fact that... in I don't know. I guess he had special needs. I don't know if that is part of the equation, but... Um, you know, I think that we have gotten to a point where special needs is anything that where they have imbalances and um you know they're feeding them ssris and all kinds of crazy shit um and doping these kids up man it's it's um it's not good it's not good at all i mean there are answers to these children's hormonal physical and mental uh issues for the most part and uh it's not by giving them synthetic chemicals well, and it also gets into, I mean, a lot of, you know, some larger sociological shit we got going on where it's like this, the erosion of institutions, dude, where these kids are fighting teachers. I did get in a fight with a substitute teacher one time, but it was completely like not my fault, whatever. But these kids are like actually fighting teachers now, like beating the shit out of teachers. Yeah, there's all kinds of them attacking, attacking, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't pertain to any race or anything. It's kids of all 
shapes and sizes and colors that are going nuts. They've turned our schools into insane asylums uh, with, you know, everything that's happening with, you know, chemical imbalances, hormonal imbalances. And, uh, well, and if, if you, I mean, when, if, to see a kid acting so far out of pocket at school, willing to, you know, fight and, you know, square up on a teacher like that, imagine what's going on at fucking home, dude. This is just a larger, I think, implication of, you know, not the best home life, maybe. Uh, that's certainly part of it. That's certainly part of it. But I mean, and that's not an excuse. That's there. not an excuse. I'm there's, just saying. It's... There's a lot of parents. Out, there's a lot of parents out there who have been on pharmaceuticals for years as well, and they're not doing real well, and they're not super aware, and they're super busy. Probably, you know, a lot of people, you know, mom and dad are both working, not paying attention to the kids. They're just trying to feed them and keep a, a roof over their head, and you know, trying to afford gas and groceries at the same time, and. Everybody's deliberately been put under massive amounts of stress, um, psychological, financial, um, you know, physical, mental, all kinds of stuff, right? Without a doubt. That, that families are being bombarded by. And imagine being a child right now and seeing the world going sideways and going, you know, I mean, my kids, um, you know, who are anywhere from 20 to 18 and 9, they're all aware of, you know, Literally, they see stuff, and they instinctually they know that this is a crock of shit. Like they, they just know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and they're they're. You know, I got to remember, my two oldest had no problem. Um, you know, just standing up to their teachers who were trying to indoctrinate them and going, "No, this is, this is not, this is not how this is supposed to be at all. This is not right." Period. Um, you know, so. I want some fucking. I want some people to quit being cowards. Is what I'm saying. Here, you got children and uh, uh, mothers who are standing up for their children, and a lot of men that aren't doing shit. And that's that's what that's what frustrates me the most is uh, men and fathers are literally being bitches. <laughs> and, and and if that offends you, too bad, because you are you're hiding. You're scared, and you're not taking action for your children's futures. You're just going along because you don't maybe understand how serious this is going to get. And right? th- that's that's been kind of the I don't know the the big kind of albatross around cuts. It's it's you know during COVID, it's like man, I have a family to support, I have a mortgage, etc. Now they're asking me to get vaccines. Do I quit this job based off principle and then not have? a way to support my family. And I'm not, you know, that this begins the conundrum of the kind of question people have to ask themselves, man, is, are my principles worth me not being able to provide? You know what I mean? I could, I know a lot of people, a lot of people had to deal with that. You, you know, lost your job putting your principles. Actually, you weren't even going there to support or not support. You were just going there to spectate more than anything when talking about January 6th, but just the optics, just the optics of that cost you your job. But in, you know, you had put yourself out there anyway, you were willing to kind of whatever you'd made your, your, your claim, you know, obvious as far as your, position on things but in, in, in general man when it comes to people who have to make that decision whether when or housewife or you know wife or husband who's the breadwinner my principles are this but holy fuck man i got a lot of bills to pay yeah it's no, got to be a tough and, choice you know, it has to be a tough choice leverage so you know at huge 
at huge corporations had, you know, a massive number of people banded together and said, look, this, there's something going on here. This is not, this is not cool. My spidey senses are telling me there's something going on here and we all need to band together and bring these owners, these corporate corporate owners to their knees. And they need to understand that their corporation is going to collapse without us. <clears throat> That's what people needed to do. They needed to band together and say, we're not doing it. And we're all going to leave at one time and leave you high and dry. And they would have buckled. They would have buckled. Um, but people didn't do it. People, you know, again, out of fear and everything else. And, and, uh, I don't wish what has happened to me over the past three years on anybody, but maybe, maybe, um, you know, you and I doing all of our shows together. And like I said, listening to experts of all different realms, uh, and components of all of this, you know, I couldn't in clear conscience just lay down and allow it to happen. I couldn't lay down and put on a mask. I couldn't lay down and not, go anywhere that I wanted to at any time that I wanted to. I was not going to do that. I was not going to give up my freedoms. Um, you know, and that's, that's what it is all about. And like, again, that's why Michael Nunn and I did that fight in the middle of the friggin' lockdowns. We said, we're going to do a fight and we're getting people out and we're going to try and get the community to come together. That's what this is about for people yeah. to go out and go, Holy shit. Like we can actually take back our freedom if we want. Well, and I think you, you got the larger perspective of it wasn't just about those several months of acquiescing and giving up certain rights. You knew this was this was the precursor and the precedent setting events that were going to lead towards what we're all trying to avert as far as this, you know, fourth industrial revolution type stuff. Well, the, the, where the NIH and the CDC can, CDC can possibly dictate, you know, global health policy. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but I mean, it's, yeah, we got to push right. back, man. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely the only way this stuff goes down is because we participate in it and acquiesce to it. And it, you said, mentioned the fear part about it and we do it often on the show. You, we just can't underscore the power of the fear based trauma based conditioning that is utilized on us, whether it's this, whether it's nine 11 and the war on terror war on drugs. And like we were talking about before the frying your brain, your brain on drug. I mean, it's again, going back to that century of self shit, man, the way they've been able to package and market and sell stuff to us. And they just appeal to some of our basic, um, biological, desires i mean it's a tribalism they weaponize against us i don't know anyway like you said man we just got to wake up we got to wake up and i hope um as we keep doing this show because you know we got some really cool stuff coming talking to my boy and just getting some cool minds together we are we're putting together the tour for the summer the the got truth tour finalizing and just locking in cities and honestly going to be real talk based off i mean because you know we're we're a big small podcast, you know what I mean? We want to see what we can do and if you know with success, we're going to add more shows, potentially more cities. So whatever we announce is our initial cities, uh don't fret. We might we may depending on the success of our initial cities, we'll add more. Um I'm looking forward to that, man. We got uh, some cool stuff coming with the store, some Got Truth t-shirts coming out. But um looking forward to taking the show on the road and actually uh doing some meet and greet and talking to folks. Yeah, getting getting out and, and shaking hands and you know kissing babies and all that good stuff and um, 
This is about everybody coming together as, as Americans and, and, uh, possibly going to be shooting a documentary around the tour. As I've mentioned before, I believe that's going to be dope. And like you said, and that's really, you know, it's not, we definitely have some bigger cities that we're in, but you know, Pat, we were talking today with one of our producers. It's just, you know, we want to get out and meet and greet boots on the ground, man. Big cities, small cities, just chop it up with people and what's going on in their lives, man. Because, again, like, they always try to divide us on stuff. But, man, we have so much more in common than we do different. And I can only imagine as we get out and talk to people around the country, it's, we're just going to be hearing the same stories of people just trying to live their best life, best simple life, raise their kids, and just, you know, not be fucked with, probably, I would imagine. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's keep inspiring people to do the right thing for their children, right? Absolutely. Can do. And for yourself. So check us out. Follow us over at the Twitters consp- at Conspiracy Farm One. Please slide in the DMs, drop any questions, comments, feedback, constructive criticisms, whatever. Uh, many comments, if you are cool with it, we will read them on the air because we want to definitely include our farmers in our journey here, whether it's the podcast, the road tour, the documentary, all of this cool shit. We want to bring you guys along for the ride because, like Pat said, and we talk about all the time, we're really just trying to help each other be our best version of ourselves. You know, it really comes with our health, man. You know, everyone, like we were saying earlier, I was saying earlier, you can stock as many storable foods, weapons, etc. but if you're not around to uh, utilize those things, it's pointless. So it starts with your personal health, mind, body, spirit, all that good shit, bro. 360 degrees. All right. Take us home, bro. All right. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode for the archive. Stay tuned. Like I said, we have some cool developments coming up for the road tour. Uh, We got a store popping up and anything and, you know, just ways for you guys to possibly support if you can. That's cool because we got like multi-pronged stepped attack going on here. And uh, you'll be hearing more about it here in the coming weeks and months. But peace and so much love, everybody. Thank you for your time, champ. Stay tuned. There'll always be more.